Good morning. Thanks for tuning in. This is Pastor Julie Lewis from Asbury United Methodist Church in Smyrna, Delaware, where we share the love of God and the good news of Jesus Christ in all we do. Good morning. This is Pastor Julie Lewis. And our scripture this morning is from Luke chapter 2, 1 through 5. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David, called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So good morning. This is the second week of Advent, and our theme for this year is Follow the Star, Find Your Way Home. And last week, we talked about the three wise men who took the time to look up and see the sign, which was a star. They knew what the sign meant, that the king of the Jews, one who would bring peace to the earth, had been born, and then actually followed the star to find Jesus. You were given a glow-in-the-dark star with the directive to take the time to look up and see where God is breaking into the chaos of our lives to show us the way to peace. We also talked about home and what it means to be home. Where is our home? Is it just a building or place? Can it be as followers of Christ, we are home with Jesus living in our hearts, no matter where we happen to be? Still good questions. And I pray we are all taking the time to reflect on our answers. How many of you have been away from home for Christmas at some point in your life? Maybe you had to work. Maybe you were going to visit other family. Maybe you just decided to take a family trip instead, kind of like the family on Home Alone, who never seemed to be home for Christmas. What was it like to be away from home on Christmas? How did it feel? Exciting? Sad? Happy not to have to cook and clean? When my kids were little, I always took them to my parents or my in-laws at some point on Christmas Day. But I would have given the world some years just to stay home and not have anywhere to go. But I think I would have missed not being with the rest of my family, too, so it's a tough call. I remember that when my grandmother was alive and all the family was together, we would always have someone with us who had no family at all to spend the day with. Mrs. Mary Wilkerson and her husband came year after year, and when he died, she came alone. I often wonder how difficult it was to be alone in the middle of our big family. I'm sure she appreciated not actually being alone, but I can imagine she still felt alone at some level. I know I would. I did miss her when she passed away too and was no longer with us on Christmas. Christmas can be pretty lonely now. I rarely get to have any of my children or grandchildren with me for Christmas and Almost all of the older members of my family have passed away. The group of us who can actually get together now is pretty small, and I notice it. And I'm a little sad as I miss the chaos of having our entire family with me. 
I thank God for those still here, and I'm grateful to spend time together, but I think you understand. Maybe some of you have the same feelings this time of year. Kids grow up and naturally leave their parents' home, well, most of them anyway, so where they call home just changes. Then there's our military who just can't be home for Christmas. Most of you know the song, I'll be home for Christmas, by Bing Crosby. It was written with our military stationed overseas in mind. Now, originally, the music producers turned it down because they thought the last line was too depressing. You know, I'll be home for Christmas if only in my dreams. But Bing Crosby went with it and recorded it anyway. And as you know, it became a Christmas classic. But it can be true of most of us if we're not home for Christmas. There's just something about being home for Christmas. <clears throat> I get especially sad at those who are not only away from home, but have to spend Christmas at a hotel. Maybe their flight has been canceled or they're just traveling for work. And even though I'm grateful for hotels, a hotel has to be one of the loneliest places in the world on any given occasion, but even more so at Christmas. When you think about it, the very first Christmas came to a hotel. Mary and Joseph were far away from home and needed somewhere to stay. Where do we stay when we're away from home? Most often it's a hotel and it was the same here. And although this hotel didn't look anything like what we have today, there were more than a lot of similarities. Hotels are places to be when we're traveling. They're kind of way stations in between one place and another, maybe on the way to a great vacation or attending a conference or taking care of some sort of business on the road. People find a place to sleep at hotels, but sometimes people are looking for a place where they can be anonymous. They go there to do things they don't want other people knowing, like drinking, having affairs, buying companionship, or drugs. When we're home, people know who we are and what we're doing. And that's not always true at a hotel. People come and go all the time, and very few people will even notice us or what we're doing inside that hotel room. When you think about it, with all the people in Bethlehem that night, it was probably the same in that hotel. Jesus was born right next to a hotel where people were traveling, drinking, eating, paying for companionship, gambling, just taking care of business, or doing their civic duty. When we look at our beautiful nativity scene, we can realize it's not really the whole picture. Christmas came to a hotel full of lonely, weary, broken people where anything and everything was going on right in the next room not in a warm, comfy home full of loving family. Christmas came to a hotel full of people who didn't ask for it and probably wouldn't have even wanted it. In more ways than one, there was no room for Jesus there. It's part of the story of life, and that story continues. <clears throat> it seems to me that each year there are fewer and fewer people who really want Christmas to come. 
We all want the joy of the season. We make our lists and buy what we can. We decorate, decorate, decorate. We eat the food and cookies that we make, especially for this season. We send out cards. Well, do people really still do that? Especially now that the worst of the pandemic is over, we make plans to visit those people we love. We go to parties. We go see the light displays. But each year, we are more and more comfortable with having a holiday season instead of Christmas. Now, I'm not saying we should insist everyone call it Christmas because not all people are Christians as much as I would like them to be. But what I mean is that we, those who claim Christ as our Savior, who call ourselves Christians, sometimes spend more time working the holiday and all the stuff that goes with it than stopping and reflecting on the truth about Jesus and what his birth means to us, the true meaning of Christmas. Do we even remember what that is? Last week, we talked about simply looking up and seeing the glory of God in creation. And when we do, we can see the majesty and power of our God. And the truth of Christmas is that this same God who created everything in the universe saw that sin had irrevocably altered what God had intended. When God created the earth and everything in it, it was for his crowning achievement, human beings. Eden was home for Adam and Eve, not because it was a beautiful garden full of everything they needed, but it was because that was where they walked with God, spent time with the one who had created them. It was all about a relationship. Their home was with God, and it was beautiful until sin entered this beautiful garden and drove them from their home. Yes, making them leave that garden, but also separating them from God. But out of God's great love for human beings, including every one of us, God made a way to help us find our way back home. The creator of the universe limited himself and became a human being. We call that the incarnation. Yes, he was human, and yes, he was still God, fully human and fully divine. God came to show us the way home. Jesus was born homeless. When he came to us, he had no home. He had just spent his first night just outside a hotel. He left his heavenly home and came to spend time with us, living like us, growing like us, experiencing pain and rejection like us, struggling like us, and losing people he loved like us. <clears throat> he came to remind us that this is not our home either. He made himself homeless to show us that as long as we live without God in our hearts, we will always be homeless too. <clears throat> so where is our home and how do we find our way there? The three wise men followed the star. It became a sort of heavenly map and it led them right to the spot where Jesus was found. Not everyone saw the star and knew what it meant. As a matter of fact, we don't know if anyone else in the world paid attention to that star. We know that there is another part of the story, though, where angels appeared to the shepherds in the fields. They probably hadn't noticed the star, or if they had, they didn't have a clue about what it meant. But the angels, they noticed those angels. I mean, they were pretty hard to miss. 
In Luke 2, 8 through 11, we read, Now in that same region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. In case you hadn't thought about it, shepherds were homeless too. They lived in fields and moved around a lot. They were seen as lowlife along with tax collectors and prostitutes. They had been ridden off by polite society and had probably given up on God altogether. There were thousands of people within miles of these shepherds, but those angels weren't sent to anyone else, not to rabbis or government leaders, not to businessmen or shopkeepers, not to ordinary working men and women, but to the most outcast of society. Yet God sends his angels to them. And what does the angel tell them? Find your way home. Here is where you can find home. They gladly followed the directions the angels gave them and found their way to Jesus. They had no family, but now in this baby, they had an entire world of family members. They had no brick and mortar home, but now they were home wherever they went. Why? Because Jesus came to help us find our way back home, back to a relationship with God. If you look at the story of Jesus' birth, the only ones there with him were his parents, and they too, however, were far from home. He came as a vulnerable, helpless baby who needed care. He had no way of leaving his manger and going out into the world. The only way for people to be with him was to leave where they were and go to him. The wise men followed a star. The shepherds followed the directions from the angels. Later, the disciples followed his voice, and many others ever since have followed his words written down for us in God's holy word. But before we can find our way anywhere, we have to make a decision. And that decision is to get up and go, to leave where we are in order to arrive at another place. There are many people in the world who know about Jesus. Some have made the decision to follow him. And some have made the decision to ignore the truth about who he is. But it's a decision nonetheless. The wise men could have decided to stay where they were. The shepherds could have too. Each one of us, when faced with the knowledge, the truth of Christmas, of Jesus Christ born into the world as a tiny baby by the grace and unconditional love of our Creator God, each of us has a decision to make. We can fill our lives with things to do, things to look at, or things to own, or we can make our way to Jesus and find our true home. Jesus reminds us that the first Christmas came to a hotel and that as long as we live here in this world, we are not really home. 
We, like the wise men and the shepherds, are just travelers staying in the hotel of life. This world, this life, is just a way station on the way home. Yet when we come to Jesus and put our faith in him, Jesus makes a home in our hearts that we carry with us wherever we go. If we want to find our way home, we have a decision to make, a decision to get up and go. Will we need a star like the wise men? There are signs all around us if we look. Will we need a road map? We can find the map in God's word as we read about the love poured out on us through the birth of his son. Today, we might use a GPS, but not the kind on a car or cell phone. GPS can stand for grow, pray, and study. As we spend time intentionally learning about God and ourselves by studying the word of God and in prayer, we will grow in our faith, and our faith will lead us to the place we want to be. This morning, I've given you a star made from a map. God has given us all a map in his word. Everyone needs a home for Christmas. Where will our home be this year? Let the star lead us to our true home. Will we be at home running around, worrying about gifts and decorations, parties and plans? Or will we take the time to find our true home? Let us all decide to look up, See the star and set out to find our way home to Christ this year. That is where we'll find life. Be like the wise men. Run like the shepherds. Follow the star. Leave for life. Find the Christ child and leave all the chaos behind. Amen.